All right. Good morning, Steady Trade Treats listeners. This is your host, Bryce Tui. Not joined by Matt Monaco again, but that's okay. It is Friday morning and it's the end of the week. And I don't know, to me, it's been a relatively slow week and that's okay. There just haven't been a lot of crazy, crazy runners. And again, the theme is continuing that there's just not a lot of continuation. And that's fine. That's just, at least there are still a couple plays every day. They normally just tend to fade off by the end of the day or really not do a whole lot of anything. And the, it's what's weird, though, is the volatility is still here. While we might be, again, lacking multi-day runners in the penny stock world, we are still getting a lot of volatility. One thing that I've also noticed is that, and this has been true over the past, really, month, but large caps have been on fire. Um, they've just been really, they've been really hot, and maybe that's where a lot of attention is right now. Maybe that's why multi-day runners are so rare, so it seems anyways, but whatever the case... Um, I want to dig into some of the hottest movers of today, which again is Thursday, August 27th, and maybe what to look for into tomorrow. And again, I don't have my my co-host here, who is the OTC master, but I'll give my uh, I'll give my insight at the very least. So, anyways, before we get started, this is not investment advice. This is for informational uh, purposes. So. I know last time we uh, were on the podcast, we talked about Gaxi, G-A-X-Y, and S-H-M-P. Gaxi, that's kind of what I want to focus on because that's when I was a little bit more excited for. Nothing really. It just it kind of tried to break out again and didn't do anything. Didn't do a whole lot of anything. I don't love it, but I know uh, Matt was looking to trade it today. And, you know, it's, it's going to be one of those things. I don't see this going crazy tomorrow just because of how, or tomorrow, today. Because, you know, this episode's being released today. Um, I don't see this going crazy today just because it did have such a hard time breaking out on a lot less volume. If it's going to, it's going to need to consolidate for a little while, in my opinion. But, again, use the volume as, a, as your judge. It normally, or judge it by the volume, it normally is what you're going to be looking for. When a stock panics and when a stock is breaking out, if it's doing it on low volume, especially in the OTC world... You really got to be careful. Tread lightly. Okay, now, but on to the plays of today. I do actually, we'll start off with the OTC. The only OTC that I'm talking about today is actually B-A-N-T, Bant. It ran from a low of .003, yes, that's under a penny a share, to a high of .0199, so just about two cents a share. That's nuts. I mean, that's a really big move. Uh, it closed the day up 400%. It traded 400 million shares throughout the day, which, you know, given the, <laughs> given that it's a 300 and something million float company, it, that doesn't matter as much in the OTC world. It got volume. It's getting attention. So let's dig into the news a little bit. On the 27th, Michael Bannon, Bantech's chairman and CEO, stated we are offering a program through our contract with Clean Smart to help students get back to school. The three-pronged approach we intend to use consists of reselling UVC and spray disinfecting robots and ViroPro disinfectant and glass floor coating. Um, this is all part of the plan to essentially get the school district in Connecticut back to school safely. We've, we've covered news like this. Um, with other companies in the past, and it seems to work. You know, again, every it seems like a lot of the OTCs are doing something very similar right now, like get back to school plan. Learn from what the other OTCs are doing and how they trade after this. Again, this is a little bit of a, this is a much cheaper OTC stock than we've covered. But with that being said, again, the movements there and the volumes there, it's okay to play it. Just again, make sure that 
you're taking into consideration this news and don't expect this to be the next greatest thing. Not only is this an OTC, it's under it was under a penny a share. No one cares about this. But am I hopeful for a second day move? Probably not. But that being said, it did close really strong. Uh, if it gaps up tomorrow, hey, maybe we get a move up into the five cent area. That seems extremely unlikely, but it is more possible with these really small tickers. Okay, now let's move over to listed land. I have two two tickers who are very related to each other, and these two companies I don't really think are going to be anything that's going to have some crazy move tomorrow. But again, the lesson I think there is a lesson to be learned here, and it's just something to watch out for. And I've seen this happen a lot. Not the same thing, but these same type of games that the manipulators play, especially in slower markets, just because it's easier. And in 2020, I won't lie, I mean, when the volatility is there, these, the manipulators are a lot better. They, they've, they've upped their game this year, I'm, I swear, they've upped their game. And maybe, again, it's just because there's more volume now, it's easier to do. So it's PED and PER. They're not the same company, but they are related to each other in terms of why they moved today. So PED is Pedevco Corp. Uh, It's an energy company of some kind. And quite honestly, I don't know or really care what they do. But the news is was related to PER is that PED, so Pedevco, um, was essentially showed interest in acquiring Sandridge Permian Trust, which is PER. They did, there's no hard agreement that they're going to acquire PER. There's no this. There's no talk of price. It was simply that PED showed interest in acquiring partial or whole Sandridge Permian Trust. Now, I actually like this a lot this morning because, again, you don't. we haven't seen a lot of these, like, really strong moves out of the open and then they hold but if you look PED just kind of tried to fall down throughout the morning after running to like 225 and it just kept failing to break down and um once once it broke out it did it pretty well but they uh, halted it like noon right at noon after making a brand new high a day on pending news that's manipulation for you folks and that's just that's what happens now um, the news was essentially to confirm that there was an actual acquisition interest in PER. So, of course, PER also got halted. It was a cheaper stock. PED, I know, I keep going back and forth. I'm sorry. They're confusing. They're like the same, like, they feel like the same ticker. PED closed yesterday around like 80 or a little under 80 cents, hit a high of 250 today. It, it only gapped up to about $1.50. PER, on the other hand, Closed the day about 35 cents, gapped up and opened roughly at 78.80 cents. Now, PER fell harder throughout the day. I mean, the, the spike was right out of the open and then just fell and faded back into the 50 cent area, got halted. PED, on the other hand, again, though, it had that little squeeze. It basically did a cup and handle pattern and it got halted at its highs. Uh, it, and ironically enough, the, this halt ended right at 4 p.m. As soon as market closed, it, it resumed and instantly dropped from, I think it resumed at 210 per share and is now trading in the 142 area. It's just, I don't know what it is or why they do it, but it's it's manipulation and, it, and it's uh, at its finest. And it's just, it's not letting stocks run. I mean, this could have been a very nice runner, in my opinion. Uh, the float was there. There were just a lot of factors that lined up. Shorts were bent. And shorts won once again. That's okay. That's fine. 
And so, again, the news on this wasn't great by any means. It was like rumors of an acquisition. And one thing you should know though, and again, why I brought this up is because these type of halts that are news pending and not volatility related, and you can normally tell, but I could tell right away when it was a news pending halt because it was at highs and it barely was dropping on hardly any, I'm not on no volume, but there was no extreme volatility, no extreme movement, and it got halted. And I was like, all right, this is not a volatility halt. Like I was saying, the reason you need to know this is just because realize that this can happen. When a vol or when a news pending halt happens, it's normally not good. When they open, unless they just like cured cancer you're probably going to get screwed if you're trapped in it long. And if you're trapped short and they don't decide to open it back up at 4 p.m., you might get stuck overnight and have to pay overnight borrow fees. It's just not a fun situation. Just keep it in, in mind when you're trading. And I'm not saying you can predict this. You can't just be like, all right, well, it's going to have a news pending halt. But be wary. Be careful. We're in a market right now where there's a lot of unexpected changes happening, and that's okay. But yeah, guys, so that's it. Those are the three stocks that I have today to talk about. Um, again, just not a ton of crazy movers. And I really didn't even see B-A-N-T until the end of the day. Again, I, I hope this has potential for a move, a second day move. OTCs have been hotter than, than listed penny stocks, in my opinion. But, you know, that's just, that's the market sometimes. And that's okay. You know, it's, it's Friday now. Be careful, be cautious. If there's nothing here... Don't overtrade. Walk away. Enjoy your weekend because I bet you in the next few weeks, especially going into the election cycle, we're going to have a hotter market. This is very typical. This is this is I would consider this a hot August in comparison to normal. Especially we've said this all the time, but 2019's August was so slow. Uh, so just be thankful. And if there's nothing here, wait because there will be something. Just protect your capital right now. I have a lot of friends and. I just see people on Twitter who are losing money right now because the market isn't the same as it was in June and July when you could buy anything and it would just spike up. Now, things don't continue their runs. And it's not like they fade off hard all the time either. It's not like it's one one downtick wipes you all out and short sellers just win. It's just a weird, slower action where there's not a whole... There's movers and then they just like seemingly stop moving. CGIX, it ran... It gapped up from three dollars, hit a high of ten thirty nine on a hundred million shares. It's a two million flow company. The flow was rotated a lot, and then the next day, few days, it did no volume, just is kind of hovering in like the five dollar area, still above where it gapped up from. Same thing with Gevo, G E V O. It's just weird. It'll do all this volume and then do nothing anymore. So. Anyways, all I'm saying is just like really be be wary of everything going on and can take take each play as it comes. Don't force it because there will be there's clearly volume. At some point, the volume and the plays will come together again, and we'll have more hot runners like we were seeing. Maybe not quite as good as we were seeing in June and July, but they will happen. There will be movers. So that's all I've got, guys. Um, really, just stay safe. End the week strong, and if you're having a rough week, take it easy. Enjoy the weekend. Come back next week is the start of uh, September. Obviously, Monday's the end of August, but just enjoy your weekend and get ready to crush September, guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. And again, stay tuned for Monday's edition of Steady Trade Treats. I will talk to you then. Peace out.